Hi friends, it's Andrea here with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. I was talking to a friend of mine recently and she was asking me all sorts of questions about the phrase food freedom that I use frequently. She says she thinks she understands what it means, but she cannot even wrap her brain around or fathom how she could ever get to that point of feeling food freedom. And because it felt like such an unrealistic possibility for her, she couldn't imagine her life with it and the potential impact that it could have on her life. So let's discuss that today. And hopefully I can impart on you kind of a process and how I help my clients get that food freedom. And I want you to understand that it really is achievable for everybody. But I want to ask you a question. Are you a revolutionary? If you're listening here on this podcast, then I say you are. I've started a new group called Anti-Diet Revolutionaries for women like you and me who are ready to break down the walls of dieting and traditional diet culture. This is a monthly membership. It provides regular Q&A sessions where you can get advice and support on how you can address your feeding challenges. We'll also have challenges within there, such as a mindful eating challenge to help you jumpstart your habits and raise them to new heights. We're gonna have cooking happy hours and so much more. Whether it's emotional eating, dealing with food cravings, overeating, or nighttime snacking, Anti-Diet Revolutionaries is here to support you and help you reach your wellness goals so you can stop obsessing about food and really enjoy the best of what life has to offer. Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I've found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. So can this concept of food freedom really be attainable for everyone? And what actually is food freedom? Well, to me, food freedom means several things. First of all, and foremost, it means ditching diet culture and ditching restrictive diets. We've talked extensively on this podcast about how diet culture and just dieting and being in the diet cycle is super unhelpful, unhealthy, and kind of inhibits the true enjoyment that we can have in our lives. Food freedom also means really being in tune with your body and understanding the body's cues so that you can enjoy all foods without guilt or shame or feeling like you're 
bad because you ate something in particular. It's intuitive eating and mindful eating. All of that rolled up in one. So you might wonder, like, how does this benefit us? So having food freedom is really tied to many, many positive health outcomes, including physical and mental health. Believe it or not, and this is not the focus of food freedom, but when we ditch all dieting and really tap into how we feed ourselves and our body's natural hunger and fullness cues, we automatically shed extra weight and get our bodies to like its most healthy place. And obviously that can have secondary physical health benefits. Also from a mental health perspective, the amount of time so many women spend focusing on dieting, what types of foods they should, shouldn't eat, and it, it really leads to a cycle of feeling guilt and shame when we don't do things just right, or we don't eat as we would like or have planned. So shedding this can really improve that mental health so, so significantly. Um, it can also decrease weight cycling, which is associated with dieting, going on and off diets. That yo-yo diet cycle can also result in weight increasing and decreasing. And those fluctuations in weight are really putting ourselves at increased risk for disease. And then also food freedom can improve our body image, our self-esteem, and increase our over, overall satisfaction in life. There's a lot of mental space that is gained when we give up dieting and following specific food rules. And that's, for me, my favorite part. I love watching clients expand their lives in completely unexpected ways because there's so much room in their lives once they stop worrying about food, once they stop dieting, once they stop spending so much time thinking about what they're going to eat for a particular day. It's absolutely amazing to eat a donut without guilt or worry about your weight, but it's even better to enjoy the experiences and make memories with the people that you love. And to do that in a really good physical and mental place is ideal. Here's the great thing. I honestly believe that everyone can achieve food freedom. I do. It's because I've had a lot of time and a lot of experience working with people. So I've developed this great process called the reinvention formula. I'm actually teaching this in a group setting starting September 14th. I love the groups that I do because everyone that comes into these spaces is just seems like the perfect person to collaborate with and to support other people that are in the group. And it's really a loving and just like a nurturing environment. And I love that not only do I get to help, but the peers that are in the group help one another on their food freedom journeys. So I'll leave the link in the show notes if you want to get more info about that. But for me, really using this reinvention formula, I can walk clients through a very predictable process. It's sort of like an arc. And there are certain benchmarks that occur along the way. 
So the first thing that we really look for is people kind of embracing, not just me telling them to do it, but them embracing that all foods fit into a healthy diet. This is beneficial because it gets rid of food rules, that mentality that there are good foods and bad foods. It really just kind of shakes up our beliefs about food and sort of like what we have established in our lives as the right way or the wrong way to approach food or to feed ourselves. So embracing that from like a wholehearted kind of like deep in your soul, like you know this is the right thing to do and that you're able to accept it, that is kind of the first benchmark that I see women go through. Then we tack on having women accept and have the ability to eat foods that they once considered taboo and being able to do this without guilt or shame. It's really fascinating. A lot of times those foods that we've deemed like the foods that we should never eat whether it's like, let's say fried chicken or something. When people go to eat them and feel a comfort in eating them, they realize that, oh, this food, it really doesn't taste that good or I don't enjoy it as much as I thought I did. It kind of, when you take that taboo out of it, it's, it's less desirable, which is, I think is kind of a side note. But the main point is that People can eat the foods and enjoy them. And because they're allowing them into their routine, they don't tend to overeat them or they don't tend to binge them. So it's just a much better balance in relationship with food. And kind of similarly, one of the other benchmarks I see is that since folks are so, I teach them to be in tap and, and read their body cues that they can enjoy all the foods, their favorite foods, foods that are all of them, let's say, um, they can enjoy them until they're full without overeating. So it just brings like a, a much more contented sense related to food because yeah, they're gonna eat until they are comfortably full instead of overeating or stuffing themselves and feeling physically not well at that point. And when you get all those pieces, when you hit all those benchmarks, you are actually having fun with food and you realize the days of stressing about food, overthinking food, obsessing about it, having to make so many stressful choices around it, that you are actually having fun. And once that happens, that's when we see this explosion in my clients' lives that, you know, they get new jobs, they're having more fun, they start a new hobby. It's really just an amazing process. And like I said, like an arc, a trajectory of where folks go. And because I've done it so many times, and I've helped guide so many people through this, I can honestly say that using this reinvention formula, this process, is really successful and can be achieved. Food freedom can be achieved by anyone. So I hope that you feel a little bit more confident that the concept of food freedom is one that you really can have in your life. And I hope you can see how this would benefit you. It's what I love promoting. And 
for me, this is where I will be focusing and help my clients achieve. Until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I receive and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.